0: Let's grow big together. And all the other podcasts created by Feast of Fun are made possible because of fabulous people just like you. Thank you.
1: Whether you're a spring chicken or a crowing rooster, the sun rises and eventually sets on your body's ability to build muscle. But just because you're headed into your golden years doesn't mean you can't develop a jacked up muscular body that would make even Zeus jealous.
0: Let's grow big together. The podcast that makes you walk funny, but that's because yesterday was leg day. I'm Fausto Fernos. And I'm Mark Gillians. In this series, we're taking a look at the passion for muscle. How to build it, how to keep it, muscle gods and muscle worship, and how LGBT folks are connected to bodybuilding. Today, bodybuilder and progressive talk radio star Chris Lavoie, best known as the co-host on The Stephanie Miller Show, joins us to talk about how he got huge and freaky in order to win third place in the Masters 40-plus division of the NPC San Francisco Championships in 2016.
1: What considerations do folks over the age of 50 need to know about building muscle?
0: A look at Muscle Daddy icons Frank Zane, Greg Avedon, and Brian Bazzini.
1: And why are bodybuilders taking the brain-boosting supplement Methylene Blue.
0: Hello, hi. Is this Chris Lavoy?
1: Yes, it is. Hi, Chris. It's Fausto and Mark. Hey, from, fa- and Mark's here too.
0: <laughs> hey, you guys. How you doing? And Mark. And Mark. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! All this uh, meat and no potatoes, as Mae West used to say. <laughs> That's
2: right, <laughs> Chris. Uh, you
0: are a talk radio pioneer, co-host and producer of the Stephanie Miller Show.
2: That is correct. I've been with Stephanie Miller, uh, since 1997. So yeah. Wow.
0: Yeah. And so, so you started the the show as an internship in high school?
2: <laughs> I I wish. <laughs> no, I had a, I had a career in, um, morning music radio before that. Um, oh. and then I, and yeah, and then I moved over, uh, to talk radio in
0: 1997. Wow. And, and so, so your fans, your audience has seen you sort of get jacked. And muscular yeah, yes. and enter bodybuilding competitions through your broadcasting career. So before you had a face for radio, and now you have a body that's pay per view.
2: <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah.
0: <laughs> for people not familiar with the Stephanie Miller show, and there's yeah. there's three people on the earth who don't know about that show.
2: Oh, no, they're more than that. <laughs> but you guys
0: are, you know, sort of pioneers in progressive uh, talk radio. You guys were starting on, um, I mean, forever, but you guys were doing your show in 2004. You guys started one of the earliest podcasters like us. Yeah,
2: yeah. We and, started our uh, podcast in 2004, yeah. um, and uh, we still actually do charge for the for – the, whole show um you know we we started charging for it at the very beginning and it was really successful for us yeah. um you know we we kind of cut up certain interviews and, and put them out as uh, free podcasts but uh, yeah we we were one of the first podcasters out there.
0: Uh, I'm sure you were.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, but, you, but know, you were, you were internet radio before podcasting. They were right? doing
0: internet. They were doing streaming. Yes. Right? Yes. And then it became what? known as podcasting when you guys yes. starting putting audio files on uh, podcast directories. And then yep. the summer of, uh, of June of 2006, mm-hmm. Apple created their podcast directory and that sort of helped. Pushed the media forward, and then, yep. Yep. and then the, and then all broke loose. I think with Air America. So then yeah. you guys were doing a lot of like you guys were on MSNBC as well. Um, uh, when Donahue we, was was on, and then he got fired. And
2: uh, well, no, okay, here he, yeah. here's what happened. Yeah. here's what happened. Uh-huh. Um, uh, Don Imus was was doing the morning show for MSNBC, and yeah. he got fired because he said some unflattering things about the the uh, Rutgers women's basketball team. Oh
1: yes. I remember their hair. Exactly.
2: (laughs) And so um, Dan Abrams, who was in charge of MSNBC at the time, uh, called us and said, Hey, can you do your radio show from our studios um, and be here in a day? We're like, okay, we'll make it happen. And so we did, we did the show. um, We did the show from MSNBC for about three days.
0: And then you said something about the women's basketball team and they fired you too.
2: <laughs> we were a little more careful than that. <laughs> You're like, Oh my God,
0: keep your mouth shut about that. No. yeah. yeah. So behind, why did you guys get let like, go in three days?
2: Um, They were just looking for a placeholder. Okay. They just needed somebody and yeah. they really didn't have anybody on their back bench. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so they, they called us in, you know, Don Imus was basically doing his radio show on tv and so they just kind of wanted the same thing you know um and so they they called us and we we did it from uh new jersey for three days it was a lot of fun (laughs) secaucus
0: (laughs) yes what did Um, you just tell me to do
2: <laughs> Suck August <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yes, we are all ten uh, years old here. So. <laughs>
2: exactly. Yes. And the planet and, uh, is
0: pronounced Uranus.
2: Y- uh, yes, that is. Yes, not. U- not mm-hmm. to get
0: off subject, but when I grew up and went to school, we did call it Uranus, and no one mm-hmm. laughed. Yeah. And we well, grew up
1: in Puerto Rico. Yeah, though. but so I mean,
0: there was bilingual
1: kids. You know? How do you say anus and anus? Fine. Anus. Yeah. Anus. anus. Uranus. Okay. Uranus.
0: That's well, that's Ura. offensive. <laughs> but anyway, so 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 you guys were you know sort of like uh, in the in the zeitgeist of progressive talk radio, and you guys still yeah. do the show to this day. We do
2: do the show. Yeah. A lot of people thought we were on the Air american network, but we never were. A lot of Air America stations around the country carried us um, okay. in place in place of. A show that was on in our time slot, yeah. and that show happened to be hosted by Rachel Maddow. So we kind of vanquished Rachel Maddow from the radio. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I remember that some a friend of mine was like uh, wanting me to interview Rachel Maddow. Uh huh. And I was like, I yep. don't know who she is. <laughs> and, and then, so years uh, they were on it. They were pitching Rachel Maddow and Liz Winstead to us in. Right. I think it was two thousand five, two thousand six. And I was like, I don't know about this. But eventually, <laughs> uh, we uh, had Liz Winstead on the show and became A few co- times, yeah. yeah, close friends with her. And Liz, yeah. for years, was sa- sounding the alarm says, Roe versus Wade's going to get overturned. You yep. guys better prepare for this. It is the yep. battle of our lifetimes. And I was yep. like, Liz, you're overreacting.
2: I, 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 I've been saying the same thing that Liz has been saying. Um, yeah, cause I I went to Catholic school in sixth grade in 1980 Uh and that was, that was my one year in Catholic school. And it really opened my eyes as to what they were preparing for even back then. Um, you know, we had to take religion class and, you know, we were taught, um, about Roe versus Wade in sixth grade and how, you know, quote unquote wrong it was. So, you know, they were grooming kids back then. Wow. They uh, groomed for, you so
0: well that you. Uh...
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and I'm not yeah. even Catholic. Yeah. I just went to Catholic school for a year. So, yeah, um, yeah it, it, it really, you know, they've been preparing for this for 50 years. Oh my they really God. have.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Methodically, like super methodically. Well, relentlessly. And not only that is, you know, they have these people outside the clinics, but there's also how many people who have performed abortions have been murdered because of these activists, how many bombings have happened, how many death threats. I mean, it's just, you know, they act as though liberals are like these crazy monsters, but it's just like, who's doing the damage here. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Well, happy mother's
0: day uh, (laughs) to all the listeners out there, go get an abortion while you still can. (laughs)
1: <laughs> if you want that's your choice yeah if you don't want it is name, your choice you live, you that's know? right yeah
0: if you don't want an abortion don't have one exactly that's your simple, choice simple simple as that you know and right and this is interesting too because you know when we think about bodybuilding usually it's it's a conversation about you know vanity or uh, sexuality i mean you know you see a muscular guy you go man, uh, hum, man, hum. or other yeah. people react and they go i don't like a man with too many muscles oh, and God. then the dr frankenfurter and you says i didn't build this body for you <laughs>
2: right you know and you know what i tell them i tell them there are plenty of people out there without muscles like mine you know there you go find someone you know someone from that that gene pool that's but what you know, you want. I, I, but Chris, I, yeah, when you I do it started,
0: you were this young. They called you the boy toy.
2: Boy toy, boy toy, Chris Lavoy. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> well, because yeah. I was in my twenties when I started with her.
0: Oh my god. Yeah. And yeah. so when when today, and just to describe the, you know, there's photos of you on the on the site feastoffun.com, and if you look mm-hmm. at the album art, you can see this. You're like. Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can you describe your objectively your body? How tall are you? What's your like, measurements and stuff like that?
2: I'm 5'10. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, I'm I'm yeah. probably about 238 right now. Um gosh, 19 biceps. Uh wow. although I yeah, um on on Friday I did injure my biceps, so I can't do any upper body work for probably about 3 weeks. Um that'll but, happen uh, that'll happen. Yeah. It'll have, it, especially yeah. as you get older, you know, that, yeah. that's one thing to watch out for. Don't, don't lift too heavy a weight, but, um, yeah, uh, yeah, those
0: are, those are basically my measurements. But um, you actually competed I- in several bodybuilding contests.
2: I did. I competed in, uh, let's see, 19, no, I'm sorry. Uh, 2016 and 2017, uh, at the NPC, uh, San Francisco championships in um, masters 40 plus and, uh, novice. And I took home a trophy in master's, uh, 40 plus. So awesome. I got third place. You got didn't, third you place. didn't get a sword. No, I didn't get a sword. I just got one of those, you know, a bronze trophies, you know, of a guy, you know, flexing his arm. The sword right. is <laughs>
0: for when you win the, the big one, the division, uh, yes. the top prize. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and then yeah. I think they give you a dag in some contests, they give you a dagger. And then if uh-huh. you win all like, you know, overall the, the, the top prize, they give you a full size sword.
2: Yeah. Yep. And my friend,
0: uh, James, who uh, goes on Instagram, Tiny Tank, I believe uh-huh. he's 22 years old. He entered his first bodybuilding competition this past week, and he got the motherfucking sword. He did? Good and for him. And I was him. like, damn it, James. <laughs> Good for him. <laughs> can steal it. Because for for, a- for for months, uh, you know, I've been like, you know, we used to joke about drag queens and we're like, I want that crown. Give me that right. crown, you know? Yep. And yeah. now we're like I want that sword. Give me that sword. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Uh, well, I, when I
2: when I uh, entered the the competition, I just my goal was to not embarrass myself on stage. And so when mm-hmm. I took home a trophy, that was that was pretty special. That that slayed a lot of demons. If you if you know really? what I mean, how so? Yeah, it, because well, I was a fat kid, mm-hmm. um, and I you know I always hated my body, um, and so I, I worked really really hard on it, and it was just kind of validation for all that hard work that um, that I actually belonged up on that stage, a stage of bodies that I've admired my entire life. And so that was that was a great validation for me taking home that trophy.
0: And later that night, you realized nothing changed. <laughs> <laughs> now, it, it, you know what? Though
2: it, it it really did change my outlook yeah. on how I feel I, on how I felt about myself. It really did.
0: Yeah. Well, if you could say to young boy toy Chris Lavoie, anything, <laughs> um, it gets better.
2: <laughs> no, it gets trade. bigger. Yeah, yeah,
0: but, yeah. Uh, um but I mean it's like, you know, w- was all that fretting unnecessary, I guess? Or or that that not loving your body or yourself, you know? Um
2: Yeah, yeah, it it really wasn't necessary, but I I probably had if I hadn't had fretted about my body, I wouldn't have had the fire to change mm-hmm. it. You know? Mm-hmm. Um and I I it was kind of just a singular mission and and now I do it more for my mind, as as much for my mind, clearing my head every day with you know repetitive movements, counting them, and you know because I know exactly what I'm doing in the gym. That's that that's my me time at at the gym, um, and it helps me decompress after a show. Well,
0: Chris, then you sort of owe money to your bullies, right? Because
2: <laughs> <laughs> I guess I owe yes, I owe money to Roman Gomez because during silent reading period in fifth grade, he looked he looked over at me and said you're fat oh
0: oh yeah oh yeah
1: yeah and and women have curves (laughs) 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 well well, chris how did the transformation start how did it begin how did you get on your journey of bodybuilding
2: um in college well I, i really didn't have access to a gym when i was in high school i i came from um a small ish city newport news virginia and there there wasn't there wasn't a whole lot in the way of gyms there um, When I went to college, I went out to Arizona State University and they had just built this brand new gigantic um, student recreation center with a state of the art gym that that all the students could use and i I used that every single day. Um, I, I read, you know, muscle and fitness, you know, for the articles, <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I, I did get information from there and, um, c- got a couple of bodybuilding books and, uh, yeah, by the time what was the first like,
0: bodybuilding book you bought,
2: um, let's see, I, I actually have it right here. It's called big, a bulk, bu- bulk building instructional guide by Dr. Ellington Darden and it's got Eddie Robinson on the cover. And yeah, and that was, it was, it was a short book. It was very simple. It had clear cut diet that you should follow. And, um, it, it just kind of made it really easy for me. Mm -hmm. That was in college. I entered college probably about 170 pounds and I left college at about 205. Mm. So yeah,
1: yeah, (laughs) those are good years to build muscle though. That's for sure. So most of your adult life, you've been a muscular man
2: yeah i've been you know more yeah more muscular than i was in in high school that that that's that's for sure we can
0: go on youtube and look at footage of you uh leaving the stephanie miller show (laughs) and they made a montage that was very like you know heart-wrenching yeah yeah uh you were leaving the show temporarily and then but you you were like a just a normal everyday looking kind of guy yeah i was i was um at one
2: point and then gosh when i it was probably in about 2011 2012 that's mm-hmm. when i got really serious that's when i started doing um like real bodybuilding diets that's when i started using gear um and in just gear, really you mean
0: s- steroids
2: that's right that's steroid right steroid
0: alarm <laughs> dee, dee, dee. trigger <laughs> yeah. warning yeah I'm,
2: I'm, I'm not gonna lie you know i used them <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> yeah um and so about 2011 2012 is when i, I really started getting serious and yeah. um yeah that's that's when people started to notice um you know our our, our listeners like oh my god he's getting like really huge um Did and your so voice I, yeah.
0: change on the radio like you were like no this is chris the
2: <laughs> no not, not were no you tempted uh-huh. to
0: lower it a little bit
2: no not at all no I'm, I'm still the same me yeah i just am you know physically bigger.
0: Cause like when yeah. Danny Bonaducci, he was a talk radio person and he started you know juicing, yep. it yep. was it was like this is Danny Bonaducci from <laughs> the Partridge Family <laughs> and you're like, like good what? God, what, God? what happened?
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, He he actually, uh, uh, gosh, uh, a long time ago went to my gym, the Gold's mm. Gym, here in Hollywood.
0: The the mecca. So-
2: Yeah. Well, no. I'll be no.
0: Venice. Venice, oh, Gold's
2: okay. gym Venice. That's the gym I go to now because yeah. Hollywood is is too too crazy and too full of people. Um, but uh, no, I uh, like Mickey Rourke would work out there, um and, uh, and but Danny Bonaducci would work out there too. They, they were crazy about it.
0: Was, is it is it hard to like uh you know share equipment with a celebrity <laughs> at a gym? <laughs> like because <laughs> you know um, like, I you know uh, the the most famous person I've ever seen at a gym Uh It'd be one of those fitness, like we worked out of the Mecca. Mark and I went there to to Venice and we Uh saw some of these guys who were like, okay, I've clearly masturbated to this guy, but I have no (laughs) idea what his name
2: is. (laughs) Yeah. Um, well, like I, gosh, uh, on uh, Saturday, (laughs) I was Saturday morning. I was there and Brad Rowe was there. You know who he is,
0: right? I got to Google it. Brad Rowe.
2: Rowe. R-O-W-E. Yes. R-O-W-E. Bodybuilder. Brad Rowe. Bodybuilder.
0: Yeah. He was,
2: Mm. I know. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm.
0: <laughs> he was uh, there hot in person.
2: He absolutely is the, like the prettiest man you've ever seen and gigantic.
0: And you're yeah. just like, um, can we, can Hi, I, hold can your we head? work in? Cause yeah, <laughs> you know, when you see a really in? hot guy at the gym mm-hmm. and he leaves the, the bench or whatever, mm-hmm. there's something really erotic of, of sitting there and just absorbing his body heat
2: little. yes i have a little story about that um i was in vegas for the olympia um you know visiting some friends and you know who pat lee is right yes, uh, the, one of the yeah. world's
0: most famous photographers it's, of bodybuilders right yep. here from chicago illinois
2: lives down the That's, street yeah that is correct. Yeah. Um he was doing a photo shoot with Brad Rowe at my friend Buck's house. Okay. And and um we went over there and um Brad Rowe's oil spot was still on Buck's leather couch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you looked at it. Clean. So, from when he sat down and so yeah we we kind of we kind of laid down in it <laughs> like, you did. this is brad rose yeah this is brad rose oil mm-hmm. and you never
0: washed your face ever again
2: never again never again
0: <laughs> i mean you know because the, the thing about it is is when you see like somebody that you really admire it sort of inspires you to sort of push yourself further and because mm-hmm. all this stuff is you know the the work is in the workout that's know? right you know
2: that's right absolutely um you know and i have like i work out around legends like arnold schwarzenegger he goes to my gym and you know i see him quite a bit
0: they say that like Uh, arnold like no one freaks out when they see arnold that he's just like there he's like somebody's grandpa and he's just really nice and really sweet and
2: he is really nice and really sweet but don't bother him while he's working out don't ask for a photo he will turn you down
0: what is it? What did he say? When he, he's like, please do not take a picture of me. I'm working out.
2: <laughs> not right now. <laughs> but I saw him fangirl out over uh, Tony Bresnik, who's who's also Austrian. And when Tony Bresnik was there working out, Arnold went over to him and asked him for a photo. So they got a photo oh, together. Oh,
0: so it's fine with the other guy.
2: Well, of course, it's Arnold. <laughs> oh, I love, you he know, what is, he helped well, build the place. I mean, so
0: Arnold Schwarzenegger helped build bodybuilding. You know, yeah, he
2: he he made it into what it is today. He made he, it. Fun. He started it. Yep, he, Joe Gold, and and. uh, uh
0: Joe Weeder. Joe Weeder, Joe Gold, yep. two Joes yep. and 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 a guy with a name so long you can barely pronounce it, but
2: Yeah, and and yeah. Uh, Franco Colombo to some extent. Yeah. Mm.
0: But you know, yeah. part of it is like I think that, you know, and I always say that one of the greatest documentaries of all time is Pumping Iron. Yep. Right? Yep. And and part of it is that it, it just showed these guys having fun. Like yeah. Arnold describing bodybuilding is like, I'm coming on the stage. I'm coming uh-huh. in the
2: the orgasm. The pump is an orgasm. It's an orgasm. Yes. It's great. Yeah.
0: yeah. And for <laughs> you, I mean, is that sort of, is your sexuality tied to your bodybuilding? Like, do you feel like it's an erotic pleasure for you?
2: Yes. Um, you know, it, it's, it's, it, I am attracted to very muscular guys. That's what I've always been attracted to, mm-hmm. um, you know, ever, ever, ever since I was a teenager. I've always been attracted to muscular guys and and um I figured I I would attract more muscular guys if I were a muscular guy myself. So I'm I'm not sure that the actual act of lifting in a gym is erotic, but the results are, if that makes sense. Well, there's a lot of yeah. tension
1: and release, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, you know, I I I, I know it's uh, rude to ask a woman her age and weight. Uh-huh.
2: Yes. <laughs> a lady her age. But already, you,
0: you are 56 years old now, right?
2: No, I'm 53. 53.
0: 53, 53 yes. and and you're 250 and pe- uh, two, 238 right 238. now. 238. So, 240, yep. 23 mm-hmm. years old, 5 mm-hmm. foot 11. And you right. know mm-hmm. what kind of and, you know we have a lot of listeners, and I'm one of the list. I'm listening to you right now too. Yep. yep. Um, For the first time in my life, I'm getting ready to do a bodybuilding contest a year from now. Uh huh. Yep. And I have no idea what I'm doing, and okay. I don't want to be one of those people who stand up on that stage and say, "Like, looks like Fausto lost a bet."
2: <laughs> <laughs> and and you know what you, you see those people. Um you know at some of the some of the uh, yeah. amateur shows you see the people who are like oh honey oh bless your heart <laughs> i could i could have helped but, you But i mean don't we want to
0: encourage people to participate We we absolutely do yeah. Um so uh, no one says uh, anything rude to them or anything like no, that No yeah. nobody
2: says no Ab- yeah. in fact um the pump room backstage is probably one of the most supportive places i have ever been Everybody was looking out for each other. Everybody was rooting for each other. Um, And there was so much camaraderie backstage. So it's a happy place. It is a happy place. It's not really that competitive backstage. It's really supportive. And that shocked me.
0: So it's not like a beauty pageant where you hear like the contestants putting like, cayenne pepper and the powder <laughs> in, the,
1: their, in their posing strap. Yeah. <laughs> they put Nair no. in their tanning lotion or something. Well, yeah, everybody is hairless anyway, yeah, so. Mark yeah, and
0: I went that? uh in, I think it was in 2006 to the Gay Games when it was here in Chicago. Uh-huh. Yep. And um we, you know, we I was photographing the competition and we saw there was like uh the lesbians and the gay guys, you know, there was not a lot of trans bodybuilders at the time. Um but the 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 feminine wo- woman won, and the other contestant that looked like Popeye, <laughs> yeah. she was so mad, she wouldn't shake hands with the winner. And oh. she was standing on that stage making a fist and going like, fuck this fucking competition. And I took pictures of it. Oh, and, my God. And I was just like, that is such poor sportsmanship. But she didn't identify as... Well, yeah. they had, you know,
1: yeah. different, bo- like the girl was uh, more like a fitness physique look, right? Or she was. I mean, I mean you look
0: at the photos, you would objectively yeah. come her the winner yeah. over Popeye. Right. Yeah. Like Popeye just didn't have but the I condition. But I think the girl
1: also identified, the winner identified as straight.
0: Bisexual. She oh, was oh, bisexual. Oh, she was. Oh, okay. okay.
1: Oh, okay. Well, it yeah. sounds
0: like
2: they sh- probably should have been separated into different um, divisions. Yeah.
0: There wasn't enough the people to do yeah. the
2: Popeye category and the main. Right, <laughs> you know. There, I mean, there should yeah. have been at least a fitness and a bodybuilding division.
0: There was just not but, enough people to do yeah. in the competition for that. You know, and and, and yeah. looking at the photos, you're like, you know, they were basically asking people who were bodybuilders in town to to compete. Yeah, you know, and 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 uh, my friend, you know, who were in it, they said that even doing that competition put a lot of uh, pressure upon them to take risks and do things through their body that in hindsight they felt like was not the best course of action to take.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And like, I so, asked like uh, my friend, I'm not going to say his name, but it was like, you know, it was like, well, what are you taking? And he was like taking all kinds of like um, contradicting dosages of steroids that seemed to like not make any sense. Right. And I was just like, well, that doesn't make any sense at all. Like, why would you do that? You know, (laughs) and he's just like, now he's kind of gone the other end and he's just like, you know, drugs are bad and steroids are bad and, you know, natural Mm -hmm. is good. And, and, and to me, it was just like, you know, in terms of like bodybuilding over 50, you know, for a lot of people who are getting started, it is sort of requires to have that conversation with a trainer and your doctor about um, using testosterone. Exactly. At the least.
2: Yes. And, and um, if your doctor is good, then he will know that there's nothing he can do to stop you from, from doing it. So he may as well keep an eye on your numbers uh, you know, while you are doing it to make sure you're doing it in the healthiest way possible.
0: But a lot of doctors just have no clue. You know? right. and, and part of right. it is like, you know, one thing we have a, an advantage of as gay men over straight mm-hmm. guys is that we have the AIDS crisis under yes. our belt. So, when yep. COVID came along, we're like, eh, no big deal. Yeah, we got this. <laughs> we got been, this. There, been there, done that. <laughs> but the height of the AIDS crisis did bring a lot of awareness of anabolic steroids because they were being used to save people's lives. You yeah, know? absolutely. And so, you have all these gay wellness clinics and health clinics in most urban environments who have a mm-hmm. general understanding of anabolic steroids and they yep. can guide you. In you know having that conversation and and doing it in a way that's harm reduction, you know
2: exactly, exactly. You know you you can do it safely um, or as safe as possible. Yeah, you just just keep an eye on it and you know don't don't take the massive amounts that some people take.
0: <laughs> well, like because I'm, I'm sure, like you know, you being sort of a, a media personality and mm-hmm. being a bodybuilding uh, personality as well, mm-hmm. you know, people come up to you and they ask you all kinds of crazy questions. And share information with you. What What are some like stories that made your eyes pop out?
2: Oh gosh, well, the sto- Well, not people really aren't forthcoming about really anything like that. Um, what 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 really made my eyes pop out though was when I was training for my shows. Um, my coach, who is gigantic, still is today, trains with Milo uh, Um He was. Trying to get me to take these super high doses of 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 gear, and I honestly had to. For
0: people who are listening, what amount of what? Like a thousand
2: milligrams of test a
0: week. Okay, that's not too unusual. Hey, that's not Two thousand, I but, would say. You know, oh my god, but well, I know, I know at least a dozen people who do that.
2: Yeah, but for my body weight at the time, uh-huh. it wasn't appropriate. Right. Um. Okay. You know, it, if you're, you know, pushing two ninety five, like there's, there's a trainer at my gym, right. Um, right. who is is pushing two ninety five? He's he's actually about ready to do the New York Pro, um, and yeah. Uh, he he probably you know he probably takes more than a thousand and it's appropriate for his body weight, but for me at the time trying to cut down to two uh, actually I was trying to cut down to one ninety eight I only got down to two oh three for the mm-hmm. show um taking that much testosterone, I felt was inappropriate for my body so so I didn't tell him but I cut down on it, and I still took home a trophy, so whatever
0: <laughs> what are some other like uh you know eye popping adventures or
2: <laughs> <laughs> i wish i ha- i wish i had some eye-popping adventures but my life in bodybuilding has actually been kind of boring i've, I've really really done it for myself yeah um um well is yeah. your audience
0: is like saying like don't get too big chris or you know are they or is it no. you know is your audience eroticizing you because of it
2: um no they, <laughs> they uh, we have we have one guy um, who's a regular guest, Charlie Pierce. Um, mm-hmm. He writes he writes for Esquire, and um, he he lovingly says that um, you know I it not only could lift a UPS truck, I am the UPS truck, and I'm like, oh, okay, Here, <laughs> that. <laughs> that that's awesome. Uh, but the main thing that happens with me is like if I get in a Twitter argument with a conservative, there once I've won the argument, their final tweet to me every single time is quote, the steroids have rotted your brain every uh. single time. Yeah. Yes. They will bring it back to my body instead of ba- instead of continuing with the argument. And that's when I know that I won the argument and they lost.
0: It is interesting. Like, you know, you go on a uh, YouTube and bodybuilding forums and it's like, mm-hmm. you know, I don't want to call someone an asshole who just dismisses any athlete for mm-hmm. using anabolic steroids, but they, they usually, they're not interested in like what your diet's like or what's your training like mm-hmm. or, you know. And the
1: work you've put into it or anything. Or right. Anything about it.
0: Even like, you know, yeah. what's your posing routine like? What, you know, because right. a lot of people who do uh, competitions, they go into dance training. Yes,
2: know? they should. And yeah. posing, uh, posing was... was um my weakest point. I am bad at it. I I did not get the dancer gene or anything like that. I'm really bad at posing. And that is the one thing I wish I had trained more for. Because that's that's something that's incredibly important. How you present yourself on stage, how you present uh, your muscles to their fullest advantage on stage is probably the most important thing while on stage.
0: And that's why I think, you know, because so, we're starting to see a lot of drag queens sort of like put the wig aside and put the mm-hmm. uh, baby oil on.
1: <laughs> yep.
0: <laughs> and I think you know like uh, my friend Joey, Joey the Giant and Natasha yeah. Douglas like yep. you know if if he actually goes all the distance in terms of performance you can get very far, you know, and, and you don't have to have the biggest or most defined body if you have a lot of good movement on stage because that, that, that scores you that gets you further.
2: Yeah, that, that that's absolutely right. But you also have to have the mandatory poses down right, right, correctly. Right. Um, you know, you have to learn those inside and out. Those have to be second nature to you. You can't be thinking about where to put your foot. You have to know where your foot is going, you know, in order to, to show off your back or, or your hamstrings correctly. Um, that, that's someone who's getting it, get, getting into a bodybuilding show for the first time. That is one thing I tell them. Practice posing from the very beginning of your training for the show.
0: And is there like a book or like a video or a source that you would recommend listeners do for, for Um, the best
2: thing I would recommend to do is to hire a posing coach. Um, someone who has actually been on that stage before and who can work with you in person, you know, like if you're, if you're doing a pose and you're doing it incorrectly, they can actually move your arm or your leg into the proper position physically to show you how to do it. Mm. That's that. But, in if you can't find somebody locally, there are videos online. Like Ben Pikulski, uh does a great posing um, uh, tutorial series on YouTube, um, and so th- I, I used a lot of that as well. But I also ha- I also had uh, Jean Pierre uh, Fuchs help me oh, with my.
0: Everybody yes. gets a yeah. Fuchs.
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs> he he um he, <clears throat> he was uh, a trainer at my gym in Palm Springs when I lived there. So I had him help me a little bit.
0: Yeah, I've lo- I've, I've I've consumed and lost a lot of protein because of
2: him. <laughs> <laughs> he was gigantic. Oh, he no yeah. longer is because of his injury. Oh. Um yeah, yeah, he Well, this is
0: a way like I described because you know, I just turned 50 and I was celebrating Mm -hmm. my, my birthday with family and friends, you know, Mm -hmm. and and they were like, what are you going to do? Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And uh, you're supposed to say, you don't look for 50. And I say, you don't
2: look 50 at all.
0: And I say like Alexis Carrington, I agree. (laughs) You are correct. (laughs) And and so I was telling them, I'm like, look, I'm going to be, you know, I always tell people pursue your dreams, you know, Mm -hmm. like you and I and Mark, our generation, we were told, "Come out of the closet, fearlessly, be yourself." But I don't think that's enough. Like, right. we have to now tell people, "Pursue your dreams."
2: Yeah, because otherwise, yep. you
0: just you're just a miserable, you know, a non Jean Pierre <laughs> Yeah,
2: Exactly. <laughs> you know? I, I I
0: I wish yeah. I'd stepped
2: on stage earlier yeah. than um than forty eight. I I honestly did. Um, I, I was convinced by my who en- by the guy who ended up being my trainer. He he was twenty five. Mm-hmm. Um, I was having lunch with some friends up in the San Francisco Bay Area, and um, he was their trainer as well. We went to IHOP afterwards. He you know ordered gigantic amounts of food. Whatever.
0: I but think that's he so is- sexy. <laughs> I <laughs> yes. love watching a big
2: muscle guy just eat enormous oh, quantities of food. Absolutely. Um, But he's he was straight. He is straight, and yeah. you know and I w- I was started talking to him about the sport of bodybuilding, different bodybuilders and, yeah. and, and stuff like that. And he was like, you know what? You're the first gay guy who's ever talked about the sport of bodybuilding and not about, you know, the muscles of bodybuilding. And so he and I actually hit it off. And um, God, a couple of months later, he's like, I'm trying to get my, my uh, uh, training business off the ground. I will train you for the NPC San Francisco for free. If, if I can get some before and after photos for you, I'm like, wow, give me, give me three days to think about this because that's a, that's a huge decision. It's a huge commitment. He's like, okay, come back to me in three days. And I thought about it for three days. I'm like, you know what? Why not?
0: I'm going to go this for guy? it. J- this is John. Pierre.
2: <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, this is, uh, uh, Danny. His name is Danny Broadhurst. He goes by Danny beefcake on Instagram.
0: Oh, um, yeah. Go, everyone's Googling him. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so, so because you were not like hitting on him, but I mean, you know, right. let's, let's be, you know, part of it is like, I, I've been like talking to people bodybuilding coaches and there's some that I'm like, yeah, baby. And, uh-huh. and some of you're like, Oh my God, I'm so glad I'm not into you, you know? Um, yeah. yeah. But uh part of me is like, you know, is it, is it a good idea or a bad idea to be sexually attracted to your coach? Mm. Um,
2: you know what? If if you want to look like your coach, hire a coach that you want to look like. Absolutely. So they hire know a how coach
0: to... you want to fuck.
2: Well, yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, with with Danny, you know, you have to I, I was I was professional and I just, you know, kept it to the training well, and the bodybuilding. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, but yeah, I mean, my God. <laughs> His body well, is just cause, incredible cause straight
0: guys always be like, you know, complaining or or noticing that they're like, they can't be in the friend zone with sexy girls, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> and we're like, of course you can. That's so, why, that's so possible. And then you're like, yes, Danny beef cake train.
2: Danny. Me. Yes. Me into your sh-. But he, 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 I, he, I did everything that he told me to do. You know, I yeah. took to it. Well, um, you know, he, He would send me different um, meal plans every week. I would check in with him with photos um, on Friday, and he would adjust my meal plan for the following week based on that, um, adjust my cardio and and all of that. And we kind of did it long distance there for a while. And then, um, you know, come the time of the show, he was also doing that show. Um, And so we kind of competed together.
0: And you helped each other oil up for the competition. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That's
2: unfortunately, that's not how it works backstage. They, there are people that, that oil you up. There's Mm. a company that you, that you hire. How do we apply
0: for this job? (laughs) Open
2: a, open a tanning uh, business, a spray tanning business.
0: Really? That's all it is. I got a a fumigation pump in the backyard.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that, that's exactly. That's all it is. And, and you know, get to get to know the the promoters of, of bodybuilding shows say, Hey, I've got, I, I know how to do this. I'm, you know, I, I'm your person. Well, so. no disrespect
0: to like Alan Spears or uh, Pat Lee, but you know, uh-huh. whenever they have these like stars coming yep. to town so they can be photographed, yep. they usually bring them to the gym to work out with them. Yep, but they're like they're not gonna introduce you to them. They're not gonna.
1: <laughs> they don't want to lose them. <laughs> they don't see, see your want sexy ways, Fausto. Well, I just want to know what kind of whore you are. <laughs> 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 and like he goes home with Fausto. Uh, he'll we'll never, never get a photo. We'll never, yeah. get him, we'll never get a We'll never get
0: you know, what I'm saying like, I, like these. Mm-hmm. The, you know, I'm, I'm a fan. I'm, you know, this is like a rock star for me, right? So I want to meet right. them and get to know them, and they're just very guarded about it you know yeah
2: because they're working at that point mm. you and know the, the, um, see, at the
0: gym they're like you know they're clowning around and having fun and laughing and stuff like that and i'm just like i and, you know and, I, and respect their distance and they're into you know part of it is like they're they're possessive about it you know what i'm saying
2: yeah yeah
0: and i can understand yeah. that they're they're in work mode to some degree but it's like you know like, not everybody's, like, going, oh, my God, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know? It's, like... Right, right. You know? And, of yeah. course, Arnold's, like, please don't take my picture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not until afterwards. <laughs> so, Chris, when you started working with Danny Beefcake, like, and, and he was kind of giving you instructions and, mm-hmm. you know, sort of adjusting them based on the photos that he saw of you, you yep. know, what was the, sort of the hardest takeaway, like, the biggest challenge for you? Um,
2: the cardio. The cardio, my God. I was How doing much so cardio
0: much cardio. How cardio were you doing? Um, this is during bulking the, or during cutting?
2: During cutting. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, it, I started training with him in late June for an October show. So um, I got a bit of a late start. So it was all cutting when I was, um, when I was training with him. And at, at, towards the end there, it got to be an hour and 45 minutes of cardio a day. Wow. That's, that's a lot. This that is, is about an empty
1: stomach? Um,
2: half of it was fasted cardio. Like I'd get up in the morning, um, go to the gym, do cardio, have a meal at the gym, then do my workout and then come home and and go to work. Um, and then afterwards I do my, the second part of my cardio after work.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah. And and this is what I understand. Like as I have friends who are doing cutting and they're like, you know, it's like a uh, Jean Valjean in Les Miserables. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> They're like, you know, I must cut. Dun, 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 yep. dun, dun, dun. And I'm just like, take a dance class, do something fun, <laughs> you know? Uh, like yeah. In a it, lot of it, gyms. And I don't know if they have this in your area, but in like in, in New York City, they have a cardio class, a dance, mm-hmm. like, you know, aerobics class. That's Broadway musicals.
2: Yeah. Isn't that sound yeah. like fun? That does sound like fun. That does, yes. And absolutely it's an hour.
0: It's an hour of like one singular sensation every <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm just like, yeah. oh my God, take me there. I'll I'll do it no matter what. Yeah. Um I,
2: that is not really my thing. My thing is yeah. yeah, I bodybuilding for me is a solitary sport. Yeah. Um yeah. You, you know, I, I like, you know, putting on putting in my earbuds and listening to my own music, you know, going into my own world. That's, that's my Zen. That's, that's what, that, that, that's what, one of the reasons why I love it so much. Um, you're and not so really I,
0: competing against anybody but yourself.
2: Exactly. Exactly. You know, and well, when you crush
0: the competition. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. every morning you're like you suck Lavoy." <laughs>
2: <laughs> well the thing is you don't know who your competition is yeah. until you arrive at the arena you have no idea who you're competing against um you know they could be everybody could be a lot better than you or everybody could be worse than you you just have no idea so you have to just come in in the best condition you can right. for the assigned time on the assigned day that is the goal for a bodybuilding show.
0: Yeah. I describe it as a sort of like cultivating a bonsai, you know, Mm -hmm. that's going to flower, bear fruit for one day.
2: Yep. For, for two segments of one day for the morning show. Mm -hmm. And then for the evening show. Yep.
0: Do you take a nap in the middle of the day or can you even rest? Uh, you can't. In fact, well,
2: <laughs> you're covered with with the tanning stuff. You're <laughs> covered with with glaze. You're not allowed to take a shower. You smell. You're hungry. Um, it's it's really the most unerotic thing in the world. You you think it would be so erotic, you know, being that cut, being that muscular, but on that day where you haven't showered for two days and you're covered with that tanning shit, it it's it's really the most unerotic thing.
0: <laughs> so when after the competition do you go all oh, right and you
1: <laughs> you start to eat and and you start to um, whip out
0: your dick and stroke it and,
2: you know? <laughs> you, probably after you've had a meal uh, <laughs> so it's it's my, like
0: burgers and then cock
2: yeah yeah my big thing <laughs> that i craved besides the cock was uh <laughs> was what's dairy because i first for six months there i didn't have any dairy at all wow. so i I wanted a grilled cheese sandwich and a hot fudge sundae. And that's what Mm. I got. Yep. And that's a
0: food, not a sexual thing.
2: (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The cock came later. Like I said,
0: (laughs) you know, I have to say like, uh, you know, when we think about bodybuilding, it it is sort of like a young man's sport, you know, but even Mm. if you're not stepping on the stage, like there are some legends that still look good to this day. Um, you know, Frank Zane is somebody he's like, you know, what is, how old is Frank Zane now?
2: Oh, God, he's got to be oh, pushing 70.
0: What's the age. He is 79 years old. Oh,
2: he's pushing 80. Grandpa, yeah.
0: totally good jacked. for him. Jacked yeah. grandpa. And, you know, like I follow uh, Greg Avedon, uh, who modeled for yep. Giorgio Armani, uh, Dolce yep. & and Gabbana. And, you know, he was on Men's Health min- 18 times.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I How remember. old is he?
0: He's 57 years old.
1: He still looks good. I'm yeah. like,
0: Daddy, and Brian yeah. Bosznyi, who uh, everybody of our generation lost a lot of protein to. <laughs> um, he was uh, in ads for Diet Coke, Cool Cigarettes, Burberry, Edge shaving cream, but and, and he was on Playgirl. But his claim to fame is that he was one of the main models for International Mail. Okay. Yeah. As a kid, this is my how clever I was as a child. I called. I got a, like an international mail uh, catalog mm-hmm. from the dentist office and I called and, and I used my dad's name <laughs> to subscribe <laughs> to it. So no That's one smart. was the wiser.
2: That was smart. Fausto. <laughs>
0: and because my parents were divorced, like my mom uh-huh. was like, Oh, just one of my, your father's, you know, things, you know, should <laughs> you order the sock? Uh, We actually (laughs) bought um, some of the, like as as, uh, in college, we bought some of the clothes and they were like, completely garbage you know
1: a lot of people bought oh. the sock which for people that don't know is was just like a little yeah. uh thing on a string that covered your your junk and it was yep. like three dollars so we've heard from listeners like yeah i was like 15 and i had three dollars <laughs> and i sent them cash in the mail and i got the sock and yeah i felt so cute <laughs> their, their stuff was so cheaply made though
2: mm-hmm. like you you bought you bought something and mm-hmm. it would fall apart after a couple I of wearings there's
1: a documentary coming out about international uh, mail i think you're right soon. all right or, yes. I've been
0: writing to those people for about 5 years and Brian Bazzini uh on Facebook and I hear nothing about them. Mm. It's one of those like coming soon quotations. Yes.
2: You know? <laughs> when I first moved back to Los Angeles in 1997, yeah. International Mail had a store here oh in West God. Hollywood. Yes. <laughs> did you buy any
0: of their shit? Did you buy the pirate shirt?
2: It was probably I, mean. I did not buy th- I did not buy the pirate shirt, but I bought um the fake hoop earring that you would just squeeze onto your ear- earlobe. <laughs>
1: uh, I forgot about hoop earrings for men in the oh, 90s. Yeah. Holy that's right. Shit. Yeah, that was a thing, wasn't it? Yeah. Bald yeah. If you didn't have your ear pierced. Earrings.
2: That's right. If you didn't have your ear pierced, you just squeeze it onto your earlobe. There.
0: Yeah, you were they too sexy for, for piercing. I I pierced my ear for
2: two weeks in college. Um But I let it close up. Are they still like
0: uh, taking off points in bodybuilding contests if you pierce your nipples or your like if you you know? I don't
2: think so. I don't think so. No, so many people with pierced nipples are up there now. Um, Because I
0: got to tell you, and I know this is controversial. I am not a fan of people piercing their nipples. I think it's just like (laughs) why. (laughs) But for some
2: people, it's how they it's how they wire their nipples. You know, some Uh, people their nipples aren't hardwired, and once they pierce them, boom. They're they're hardwired.
0: Then take the metal off.
1: Then, well, that, I mean, there you, you go. You know,
0: I'm sorry. It's like when I eat food, I don't want you know metal in it. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I've gotten <laughs> yeah. together with guys before that have like piercings down there below, and they're like, I can take it out, and I'm like, please do. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. we got some uh, uh, factoids or you know advice from other uh, bodybuilders over the age of fifty. Okay. Um, and we want you to weigh in on this, Chris. Um, okay, sure. So how to be a jacked up muscle daddy over 50. Uh-huh. And the first takeaway is that recovery is going to be a lot different than when you're young. Um, yep. And it's important to modify them for safety. Like, so instead of doing uh, free weight squats on the bar, use a Smith machine.
2: Absolutely. Big fan of that. Big fan of that. You know, I, you know, I said earlier in the show that, um, I injured my left bicep on Friday, this past Friday, it was because I was using too much weight. Um, you just have to lift smarter. Um, the older you get, um, do you, do you feel
0: like you get a little paranoid when you're lifting heavier? Cause you're like, I'm going <laughs> to injure myself. Well,
2: here's the thing. I was lifting with a friend of mine who is also a bodybuilder and he's, uh, he's in his mid thirties. And so he set the weight. It was a little heavy for me. And boom, I kind of turned my elbow inside out. <laughs> <That> happened, <laughs> That's to what me happened too.
0: I, in fact, the yeah. name of the show, let's grow big together. A friend, Adam, on the web. um, Oops. he, uh, he was, it's, would text that to me. Like, it's time to go to the gym. Fausto. Let's grow big together. Yeah, and yeah. and of course Mark and I were just like, oh, he's so gorgeous. Like, we went to like a beach in Puerto Rico with him, and all the women mm-hmm. were just like, "Are you fucking this guy?" And I was like, "I wish, honey." <laughs> but yeah. he like uh, he was just like, "Oh, you can totally do two plates on the squat," and of course I couldn't, and I injured myself, and I've yep. never really fully recovered from that, you know. So definitely, yeah. uh, lighter's better, and why not use the Smith machine?
2: exactly yeah. exactly I, I always i i really don't do free weight squats anymore i i always use the smith machine um and and leg presses as well
0: do you know who invented the smith machine
2: uh what was it was it someone named smith no
0: jack lalane
2: was it really why yes. is it called the smith machine then why is uh, it called a, a i Lane? don't
0: know why uh he called it the smith machine but uh he for people who don't know jack lalane he was a he is one of the godfathers of bodybuilding, um, and he was mm-hmm. a f- television personality. Yes, he and was, and he was invented uh, all kinds of uh, equipment that we use today, um, leg and curl, juicers, and, and uh, you know, fruit and vegetable juicers. Mm-hmm. That's
2: right, the Juice Tiger. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. And he would. Uh,
0: his catchphrase was like, "I get up out of a hot bed with a hot woman in the morning and get into a cold gym. You know why? Because I like the results."
2: Yeah. Yeah, he he was he was a muscle daddy. Well, uh, way up until he died.
0: Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So uh, one of the key takeaways is as the older you get, you know, you're eat, what is it? Arnold says eating is not cheating. Well, you know, eating junk food definitely is not going to get you to where you want to. And right. and instead of thinking about like sugar versus fat versus you mm-hmm. know, it's processed foods.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Dur- especially during the week, yeah. you know, I buy all of my chicken. I buy all of my steak. I buy all of my fish. I cook it all myself. So I know exactly what goes in it. Um, and I basically have a big vat of all of those in my refrigerator and just, you know, take it out as I need it. And you'll know, have a big vat of brown rice that I've cooked myself in there. Take it out as I need it. Um, you know, you potatoes,
0: whip, it, whip out your meat as you yes. need it.
2: As I need it, as needed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it fun to do podcasts where you can just cuss and do sexual?
2: Oh, absolutely. <laughs> sexual innuendo like that? Come back like to oh the podcasting
0: God. world, Chris. <laughs>
2: um,
0: uh, about, what about uh, uh, testosterone replacement in, in steroids? And, human growth hormone. Yeah. Um, I have used human
2: go- growth hormone, Um, but Gosh. I've used it for bo- bodybuilding purposes, not for, you know, uh, not for.
0: Not like Madonna or Sylvester right. Stallone
2: exactly yeah i have used it for bodybuilding i'm not currently using it but i have used it um and it like works great results? yeah love well, what, the results what
1: do you feel like it did for you um it made my
2: skin thinner so that you could see the subcutaneous veins and and the muscles better
1: it makes your skin that, thinner so what does it do does it like uh get rid of like collagen or something what, what happens no
2: it, it gets it gets rid of subcutaneous fat
1: and um, so, yeah, and I so there's a little bit of that <laughs> out
2: <lot> of it, <laughs> yeah, why <laughs> so yeah it's it's great for especially um it, well, uh, while you're cutting for a show, it's mm. great for that,
0: um, yeah. do you drink alcohol? um, not a whole lot, not a whole lot, so as you're getting older, you uh, So, Mark and I, we just cut out alcohol, although I did have a half a glass of champagne on my birthday.
2: Oh, okay. That's cool. I, I, yeah. I, 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 I went to some bars with some friends yesterday, actually, for the first time in a really long time. Um, I just don't drink a whole lot, you know, not cause I don't want to, cause I don't, you know, I, I just don't. Mm. Yeah.
0: Um, one of the, the takeaways they're saying that as you get older, it's more important to sort of try to do more full body workouts and mm-hmm. as opposed to the bro split where you have a different muscle group each week. And one compromise is like, uh, if you want to do sort of both is do an upper body, lower body rest and so on.
2: You can do that. That, that to me says that you're a bit of a beginner and that's Mm -hmm. great if you're starting out, but as you get more advanced, um, as I know, as, as I got more advanced, I broke it down to doing only one body part a day. And that, that's what I currently do. Like I will do chest, then arms, then quads then shoulders, then hams and calves, and then back, and then start over again. Mm. That That's my split. Is that five days? It is five days, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't schedule in rest days so that if I need to take a day off, like I'm super tired one day or um, you know I got a lot going on with work or whatever, I don't feel bad about taking a day off.
0: Are you lifting before your work day or afterwards?
2: After, after. I, I get yeah. up at 2 in, in the morning and start working. I'm at the studio at five. And so I just really don't have the time before the show to, uh, to do any workout. So I, I, leave the studio at, at, at 10 30, 11, and then go to the gym.
0: So you're like, you, you, you know, you're about to go to bed after we're done with taping this. Yeah.
2: Usually I'm like dead asleep by now. So I'm staying up late for you guys. <laughs> no, I appreciate that. Oh so I so cool. like 7 PM in California. I know It is only 7 PM. Yeah. <laughs> do you really go to bed that early? I do. I do. Cause yeah. I get up at two. Yeah, well, you
1: get
0: up at two a.m. Two
2: a.m. I get up. I get up at, get wow. up at two a.m.
1: Yeah. yeah, Wow. <laughs> That's yeah, you know,
0: we're all like shocked gotta, and horrified because most people now go to bed early
1: because they get up, you know, because uh, you know they're all addicted to something. So night brings terrors, and so they're like, let's go to bed before the sun comes down. So <laughs> they're like the
0: reverse vampires,
1: <laughs> right? Exactly. Uh, when I
2: lived in Chicago, I was I was out waiting for the bus at four o'clock in the morning. You know, when it was you know minus.
1: Five degrees. When were you
2: so, in Chicago? I I worked for WLS FM, uh, ninety six to ninety seven.
1: Oh my god! Oh, wow, we were here. Yeah, were you?
2: Yeah. yeah, we may have made out at a bar or something. We we may have. I went to Sidetrack and Roscoe's yeah, all the time. Me too. Yeah, back yeah. when
0: Roscoe served food
2: back when I, I see i haven't been to roscoe's in a really long time so <laughs> who would-
0: don't know uh there's a bar named roscoe's here in town which uh we joke is its name is rupaul's drag race because they took down their sign and all they just wrote is rupaul's drag race over the bar <laughs> <laughs> and and they used to be like the abbey they used to have a, a half of the bar was a restaurant and you can yep. order all this amazing it was like a diner so yeah. if you didn't want to go out drinking or anything like that, you could just hang out in the diner area and have like a sandwich and dessert. And it was great. Yeah.
2: Um, it, well, the uh, sidetrack is very different from when I lived there. Yes, um, it's, a, mono- yeah, it's I, a
0: monolith. It's the
2: it bar it. Really yeah. It just keeps growing yeah, I and mean
1: growing. It,
0: yeah. It,
2: it was relatively small in 97. Then I went there in 2013 when we were actually in Chicago doing our state show at the Chicago theater. And I went there with Pat Lee and i'm like oh my god what happened to, to sidetrack it got huge
0: you're gonna be in chicago and and soon we well it hasn't been announced oh, yet no, almost like yeah. nothing, <laughs> nothing nothing, nothing. It,
2: it hasn't been announced yet but yes it looks like i'm going to be in chicago um this fall so yeah oh, possibly for, for 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 work purposes yes
0: but we can't announce it yet so um In terms of like you know drugs and alcohol and stuff, um, you Mm -hmm. know, one thing I find really fascinating is that bodybuilders won't touch alcohol but give them Mm -hmm. cocaine, meth, heroin, (laughs) and they're like, Uh Yeah, buddy, yeah, (laughs) uh, Callum Mon
2: Vonger, Von Moger, uh huh. I read about
0: that. He, this is, I don't know why this is being circulated again on the internet, but I went to his Instagram, I'm like, Damn. Mm-hmm. not even once honey uh vonker allegedly got high on meth and jumped mm-hmm. through a, the window of a two story yep. building cut himself up with glass and damaged his spine which resulted uh him having to be sedated and put in a coma at yeah. a hospital yeah yeah now, if I people don't you know this guy. Uh, he played Arnold Schwarzenegger in a film about Joe Weeder you can watch on Netflix. That's and right. if you go on in his Instagram, he has a home gym filled with parrots. They're flying all over the place and crapping all of the equipment.
2: <laughs> I, I did not know that. Oh my god. <laughs> no, but he's one of those guys that was big in, you know, the the 2000s. Yeah, um, you yeah. know. He, yeah, he was a he was a bodybuilding media star and yeah, wow. Um,
1: well, this yeah. is the thing.
0: Is like you know, and everyone's like, it's the steroids, it's the math, and I'm I like,
1: I guess it would be the no. the math over the steroids. Well, right?
0: it's the mental health. You know, people yeah. who are yeah. struggling with mental health are going to turn to using anything in extreme. Right. Exactly. Um, whether it's drugs or or performance enhancing drugs, you know, right. recreational, body, or perform- right?
2: Bodybuilding had uh, bodybuilding to me had nothing mm. to do with it. Um, It was, you know, they they probably would have gotten into drugs had they been jacked or not. Um, I I, I don't know. And how if, do you make if, that
0: argument for somebody? H- those conservatives who are like, they're like, you know, <laughs> <they're> like, <laughs> you know, Stephanie Miller has a roid rage co-host who's trying to get women to have abortions.
2: Oh my God! I'm yeah. I, for that, I just stick with you know facts in in my argument. I I don't I don't get into emotion. I I don't I and also in exchanges like that after about 3 exchanges I back out of a situation because that uh, arguing with people like that does nobody any good. Not going to change any minds, not going to you know it, it's just not good for my mental health to argue with people like that. So <laughs> I I just I,
0: what is the after, point of, after, a, like three of changes, progressive I, I back talk radio, though? Isn't aren't we so? I mean, because we're part of the team, right? So, mm-hmm. yep. and, and so, And so, people credit us with like bringing out marriage equality and uh-huh. you know the rise of RuPaul's Drag Race and all that stuff. And I'm like, right. well, I was a cheerleader. I was not the you know spark that ignited that fire. But um, you know, aren't we supposed to win people's hearts and minds to some degree? Like, what kind of argument can you make in? The people,
2: this. the people whose minds are changeable, yeah. are not listening to talk radio. They're either listening to talk radio for confirmation bias, or they're listening as a, as a hate listen. Moderates really don't listen to talk radio. Mm-hmm.
0: Is there such a thing? Um, Talk talk
1: radio, I read years ago, you know, and I think it applies to podcasting as well. Sometimes it's very polarizing, right? Yes. Because they Mm -hmm. feel a lot of people, there's a power dynamic there. So, you know, you and I and Fausto is like, we get to uh, talk and we get to express opinions, and people are listening to these opinions, but they don't necessarily have the ability to react to us. And so there's a kind of a resentment from that. And so you can get a lot of contempt from people who otherwise would probably like you if you just met in a bar and we're just hanging out but because yeah. they they see this power difference, it, it it's very off-putting to some people yeah and so it's like yeah. they're always like i hate that person even though you probably might agree with 99 percent of the things they do exactly and, and, and they yeah and
2: how can you hate me you don't even know me mm-hmm. you know you've never met me in person you know you, you you know what i talk about on the radio that's it but you, do you know, like that, that go that to the
0: abbey and there's somebody like there's chris lavoy <laughs> he thinks <laughs> he's really- so hot <laughs> <laughs> no uh-uh, not really because we um, get that a lot well, sometimes and i'm just like what
2: you know what did i do to you <laughs> yeah no i don't get that a whole lot um well yeah. thankfully um your radio is is an audio medium and so people really don't recognize me we are on tv we're on something yeah. called free speech tv yeah. um but i don't get recognized a whole lot from that un- unless i'm at a stephanie miller event then you know, that's when people was, I, you know, I love you. Oh my God. I love you. I, I can't you know, start my day without you, blah, blah, blah. And, and I, for that, I'm really, really appreciative. But if I go out to the Abbey, nobody really knows me. They just know me as Chris from around town.
1: Muscle daddy, Chris. Yep. Cause I'm wearing something tight. You know it. <laughs>
2: Are you dating <laughs> Gotta somebody? Show the assets? <laughs> I am not dating anybody right now. Nope. No? Yeah, my, my work schedule makes it hard to do that.
1: Oh, oh yeah. Cause you're going to bed at seven. O'clock. All this meat, yeah. no potatoes. I know. I know. <laughs> so you work from 2am to 11am. Yeah.
2: Two, uh, and then a little bit in the afternoon. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, Cause I, I, I have to keep up on the news yeah, all day long.
1: You got to read and, and, then, and research
2: and, 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 and write. Read, research. Um, we don't really write a whole lot except, you know, for tweets and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, but uh, yeah, I just have to keep up. I have to, you know, have opinions and base those opinions on facts. And so I just have to, you know, prepare that way. Well, you I have, have a
0: successful on. Twitter account. Um, yeah. 36,000 followers. Uh, now that I, it's gonna, I do. Trump's going to come back to it and Elon Musk owns it. I mean, <laughs> yeah. do you guys feel yeah. like, did you, you're like, Oh God, should we continue on this platform or?
2: No. Cause we have so many people. I mean, i it, it, it's, it's heartwarming yeah. when people say that they kind of depend on us for their sanity. Um, and like they depend on us. They can talk to us directly through Twitter. Yeah. Um, they can, they can voice their opinions where they know they're not going to be yelled at by us or whatever. And they're really, really appreciative. We're not going to quit quit Twitter at all. Um, mm. uh, uh, too many people depend on us for that.
0: So, mm. We uh, got some uh, comments and questions from the listeners. And and just to warn you, some of them are really bad questions. Okay. (laughs) The good ones will be read on the show. The bad ones are also read on the show and read to filth. Okay. Uh, Brett in Houston, I'm looking for you for advice. (laughs) That's a statement. (laughs) I'm looking at. I'm Look at you for advice, and and Brett, uh, I'm going to answer your question because I I follow you back on Instagram, and and this is the thing that I've noticed, and I want you to weigh in on Chris. Is a common Mm -hmm. mistake people do is that they they adjust their food and their workout at the same time, and their body goes into shock. Mm -hmm. And it's good to sort of like adjust, give yourself like some time to adjust, like a month or even two when you're doing something new that you haven't done before.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. Um, you have to give your body time to adjust. That's that's absolutely correct. Is it a bad um, idea
0: to start like if you're start your bodybuilding journey by cutting if you feel like you have excess body fat, or is it better just to bulk in the beginning? because bulking it's better is fun, bul- you know.
2: Well, it's it's better to bulk in the beginning because if you have nothing to cut down to, um, <laughs> you, you, I mean, you know what I'm saying. If you have nothing to cut down to, you're not going to. Uh, it, it, you're not gonna be that successful build the muscle underneath all that fat then cut it down to reveal um that you know you're, you're you're a sculptor you're you're building the muscle underneath and cutting down the fat to reveal what is underneath
0: uh john woodward uh stretching before and after your workout and drinking water Wait, w- wants you to weigh in on that
2: um, I should probably stretch, uh, before and after, and it's a good idea to stretch before and after, but I don't, I just go in and, and do my thing
1: and get out. Jack the um, Lane didn't stretch. What? Yeah. <laughs> he was a very adamant about not stretching.
0: Well, my, my answer to that question is dynamic stretching mm-hmm. beforehand, movement oriented stretching mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, static stretching afterwards. Cause yep. you want to get your body into movement.
2: Yes, absolutely. And I can tell you that, um, yeah. Uh, my uh, orthopedic uh, surgeon friend, who is also a bodybuilder <laughs> that I was training with yeah. on, on Friday, he always stretches beforehand always. And so I would follow his advice and probably not mine <laughs> stretch.
0: Uh, Scott Simon, I'm 61 years old. and I wish someone would have told me to keep going to the gym, even with kids and an insane schedule. Mm-hmm. How do you balance the the two? And, and Scott, uh, we're actually doing, we're at next. Uh, I'm, actually, I'm sorry. This week, we're talking to uh, a Secret Service agent who's gay, who is a, a champion bodybuilder, mm-hmm. whose job was to uh, protect Mike Pence. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and he's uh, spilling all the tea on uh, wow. protecting the Vice President of the United States and uh, getting rocks gigantic. I mean, if you saw his body, you'd die.
2: Yeah. Wow. That's amazing.
0: Yeah. So he was like, <laughs> you know, he looked the role, you know, you would feel safe around him and stuff. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Well you have to.
0: Two children. And he's still and, competing and he's still got that and I'm just like, where you're like Mary Poppins or something. How do you how do you balance that? And are you scheduling your workout? As, as you work schedule your work day as well or
2: yeah pretty much but my work days are pretty much the same every day so you know i, I have that luxury um, nothing really changes mm-hmm. and so I, I am able to go to the gym at the same time every day i'm I, I, i'm a creature of habit i eat the same thing at the same time every day it's comforting to me um i you know do the same thing go to the gym at the same time every day that's comforting to me that i prioritize it you know, you just have to prioritize it um
0: but i mean prioritize it means what exactly because mark you were saying that like bodybuilding is like you know ladies of leisure it's like it's a privilege to be able to do well you
1: know there's certain ableism that's involved or being able to do things so you know we often talk about you know what you can do at the gym all these kinds of things and of course there's people out there that just physically can't do that stuff so you just try and be respectful of that
2: sure absolutely absolutely but um you know if uh, you know if prioritize it uh, over going out and, and being social or whatever, you know, it, it all depends on what is the most important thing in your life. For me, going to the gym is one of the most important things in my life. Um, you know, not only to look good, but also to feel good, to reset my brain every day. Um, it, 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 it's healthy for mind and body.
0: Shock headed wants to know, do you use steroids?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I do. (laughs) Um,
0: You know, and then maybe let's expand on this question. I guess it's like, you know, that people who don't, and I I just answer the question is like, most trans people, most women who are in birth control, Mm -hmm. uh, if they look, they have rounded, large shoulders, they're on Mm -hmm. some kind of steroid.
1: Yeah, they're on some kind of hormone. Birth control
0: is a steroid.
1: it is it is (laughs) did you know that i I just found this out too with this whole abortion thing that women can continue to take the pill they don't need to take that week off to bleed you don't have to have a period you can stay on the pill the whole time but they used to think that it was better for your health to go off it and now they're just like no so you don't have to have a period if you don't want one i had no idea (laughs) did you I I did not.
2: I, I quite honestly I don't know much about periods.
1: So. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you do know. like Oxford commas, though. I love Oxford. Oh my God, yes, yes.
0: In terms <laughs> of, like, you know, like uh, you know, your your co-host, she's just like, should I bodybuild or you know, like a Stephanie?
1: Are you gonna get Stephanie jacked up? Come on, tell me you're gonna she, jack
2: her up. She she has a trainer. Um, she she has a trainer. come uh,
1: Yeah,
2: she uh, well, she is. She just turned sixty. So um, yeah she has a trainer. She, she uh, bikes at like 50 to 75 miles every weekend. Um, you know, she hikes every day. She, she works out in the gym. She's, she's very, very active.
0: Adam Brotherton says I'm 47 years old and I wish I understood nutrition better 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, currently sitting at 250 pounds, five foot mm-hmm. 11 and never looked mm. better. Baby, That's
1: you know, yeah. yeah, yeah, he, he can get it.
0: <laughs> uh, more protein carbs are necessary, stay away from processed foods. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, totally you know, agree. Uh, what's your weigh in on on the you know, because some people are just like uh keto oriented, they're all like it's all protein, and and ah. and you know, like uh, someone like um, my favorite little manlet um, from Canada who does those videos, um. The little Jeffrey Nippard, Jeffrey Nippard.
1: Okay. uh,
0: He does. He says that, and this is something Mark and I discovered too, is having some fresh fruit before you go to the gym and even, uh, bring in, uh, like a kitty box of, uh, you know, like a box juice Mm -hmm. and drink some juice in the middle of your workout (laughs) can give you the carbohydrates necessary to keep that intensity. Yeah, I'm, you can do that. What I,
2: I always bring in like a mixture of car this stuff called carbolin, which is basically, you know,
0: I take that too. I love that stuff. Do you take it in the middle of the workout?
2: I, yes, I drink it during the workout, but I also mix in, uh, some creatine, some EAAs and, um, some beta alanine in it as well. Um, and it's just my, you know, my intro workout drink and it keeps me, it keeps me energized throughout the entire workout.
0: And your friend borrows uh, can I have a sip of your water and you're they're like Ugh.
2: <laughs> no it's it's actually pink because I have uh, strawberry kiwi flavor so mm. <laughs> yeah so you, yeah you're not going to mistake it for water <laughs> why did
0: do they, do they throw the kiwi cuz they really can't spend the money on getting authentic strawberry flavor so they just say kiwi <laughs> I don't
2: think I don't think there's anything authentic about carbolin. <laughs> mm.
1: Well, we yeah. take carbolin typically with our protein after the workout because what Fausto likes about it too is like it replenishes your your carbohydrates, but also too it helps stop the cortisol production. Is that right?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the stress yeah. hormone.
1: Yeah, yep. which can you yeah. know can stress you out because your body's stressed out from the work that you just did, even though it's kind yeah. of also like de-stressing. Well, you've been tearing down muscle fibers, no. and so, yeah,
2: yeah, that that's a stress on your body mm. um, and you, you need help to re, to re, um repair those muscle fibers that that's that is the act of building muscle,
0: yeah. and this is one thing I, I you know, leave people here with. It's like, you know, fighting with other people is kills muscle cells. Mm-hmm. conflict is catabolic, yeah, and so finding peace and understanding, you know, like, uh, you know, there's this wonderful cartoon of Mr. Rogers meeting, uh, uh, Thor and picking up mm-hmm. his hammer. Have you mm-hmm. seen that on the internet? I, I don't
2: think so. I don't think so.
0: And, and part of it is, is like, you know, we want to look at the world with, uh, the, the lens of unconditional love because ultimately it's bringing in the, the, a situation an anabolic situation where, you know, anabolic means growth. It means cellular mm-hmm. growth. Mm-hmm. And, you know, whether you're wanting to look like uh, Franco Colombo or Arnold Schwarzenegger or just be, you know, a, a better person, um, mm-hmm. forgiving and, and loving people unconditionally is some, one of the best things you can do for yourself.
2: Absolutely. And, you know, it leads to a better frame of mind, um, you know, mind and, and body connection. Absolutely. I'm totally like, you agree. know,
0: if 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 marching on the federal government on January sixth makes you a happier person, do it.
1: <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm like, just don't kill people.
0: Don't kill anybody. Don't be mean and don't hurt other people. That's what uh Kate Bornstein, the transgender activist, said. Mm-hmm. Do whatever it takes to make yourself happy. Just don't be mean. Yeah. Yeah. Don't hurt other people. Yeah. But there you know, but but here we are. get that abortion before you
2: (laughs) (laughs) well don't let the government have control over your own body
0: yeah well that's an interesting thing you know with with uh if what is it joe biden is the one who made uh steroids illegal
2: yeah he really
0: yeah he has a he has a past
2: yeah he sure does he he really does and uh you know if, if a lot of people dug into his past They wouldn't be too happy with Mm them.
0: Well, that's the thing, you know, and and it's like all these people were dying of AIDS. They turned to anabolic steroids were illegal at the time because they they were trying to say they would
1: they would have been prescribed that from their doctor. No, because it was
0: not it was not being prescribed for people with uh, uh, HIV AIDS.
1: It it was not for that
0: for
2: that purpose. Yeah. So it was illegal to prescribe it for that purpose. Didn't you
0: watch Dallas buyers club?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I did.
0: (laughs) They were like throwing all kinds of fucked up shit in blenders and drinking it, you know?
1: Absolutely.
2: Yeah.
0: And that's just like, like I I heard about this, uh, that they were some of the bodybuilders, they died. Of course they were Mm -hmm. like going into morgues and, and, uh, stealing the pituitary glands of, of cadavers and grinding them to get human growth hormone.
2: I don't doubt it at all.
0: Like these guys were living on the edge. They were hardcore. Crazy.
2: Yeah. That's hardcore. They yeah. were
0: living out of a van
2: on the side of the river. <laughs> so that's how Ronnie Coleman got so big.
0: Shit. Ronnie Coleman <laughs> he walking now. Can he walk? He's in a wheelchair. He, well, he has crutches and stuff.
2: Yeah. You know. Yeah.
0: But just, you know, part of it is, I guess, you know, Chris, like what kind of advice do you give people? that are saying like, you may be doing something that might put you in a wheelchair ten years from now or twenty years from now. Well, I mean, do, do it do it as safely as you can.
2: Yeah. Um, you know, do it do it with do it under guidance of of your doctor. You know, if uh, find a doctor that understands that you will be doing this, you will be taking up the sport of bodybuilding, and have them keep an eye on you. Keep an eye on your numbers. Keep an eye on, on your, your joints and, and, and all of that. And you should be able to do it just fine, just you know, as safely as
0: possible. Medical science. <laughs> <laughs> you go to your doctor yeah. and you're like, what do you know, asshole? <laughs> uh, sir, please sit down on the table, please.
2: Yeah. Unfortunately, gyms are full of bro science. So having a little bit of medical science, um, yeah, that helps as well.
0: Well there's no money to be made, you know, with certain things and you know we have to turn to, turn to anecdotal evidence. Like what's yeah. interesting is like I cuz I follow a lot of bodybuilding forums and there is this like right-wing, you know, trumpism.
2: Oh. oh, absolutely. Absolutely.
0: And I was explaining to somebody like, you know, there's you're doing science too. You're coming up with a premise, you're testing it out on your body. Or your mm-hmm. friend's body, and then you're yep. reaching some kind of conclusion objectively, so then you yeah. can decide whether to continue this or not.
2: That is science. The, sa- the sample size uh, should be a little bigger than just you, though. That's that's the right. thing. I think. Yeah. Um, if it's know, just you, some
0: psychologists and, and some people uh, they say that you can do science with a slow so small sample size. I mean, it's not ideal, but sometimes right you sometimes have a sample size of uh, Lorenzo's oil, the movie with uh, yeah. Susan Sarandon. It's yeah, an example some, of that, you know?
2: Yeah, and sample size is just Lorenzo.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and so in terms of, you know, like with all this, you know, the, there is like, here, well, here's an example, you know, something that I was reading about in these forums was methylene blue. Are you, are you, I, do you know anything about this?
2: Never heard of it. I methylene don't know what that is. Methylene blue
0: is a food safe dye that was mm-hmm. used in the 1800s to treat malaria, Mm-hmm. It's a very uh, experimental, powerful antiviral, antibacterial, nootropic, which is a class of substances that boost brain performance. Okay. And once again, AIDS, uh, in the early 2000s and late 90s, it was used as a way to treat people with carposisarcoma sarcoma lesions uh-huh. who yeah. are living with advanced AIDS because when chemotherapy was not successful or available. So they would ad- inject the dye along with other compounds, into the lesions. And uh, through that therapy, they were used basically to destroy the lesions with a lot of success. Now, bodybuilders today, um, a lot of these sort of underground people, are taking methylene blue um, because it, one, crosses the blood-brain barrier and improves mitochondrial efficiency and respiration. Okay. So besides acting as an antioxidant, it actually uh, improves your mood and your ability to rewire your brain to forget any kind of trauma and sort of feel young again and energized so they they use it um they take it usually before bedtime um right. as it as it kind of has a kind of a relaxing effect okay but they swear by it and you know like I'll, i this past week i i w- had covid And Mm -hmm. I took, um, and for people who are listening to this, like I, Mark and I are people who are vaccinated a lot. I got vaccinated like
1: probably the day he contracted it. Yeah. So I got my like fourth (laughs) Pfizer booster that day. And so, (laughs) so yeah, yeah, I'm a vaccine hog too. So yeah, I'm, (laughs) I got
0: all the infinity stones. Yes, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Pfizer, Johnson, Johnson, Moderna, you know, (laughs) yep. (laughs) <laughs> and, and so, yeah. And so, uh, I had just briefly heard about, um, what was the ter- the term called? Uh, monoclonal antibodies. And, yep. Uh-huh. And my doctor, like the day I got it was like, Oh, do you want to come in and get monoclonal antibodies? And I was like, yeah, of course. Sure. Yeah. So that definitely helped a lot. But I gotta say also, I was just doing like a squirt of, um, you can get this stuff on Amazon, you know? And Mm -hmm. methylene blue just has this amazing ability just to wipe out any kind of infection that you have. Now this is experimental. This is, you know, talk about it with your doctor. Do not take this methylene blue. If you take, um, you know, mental health medication, right. Or if you're like on St. John's wort or anything, uh, not because it clashes, but because it it interferes with the effectiveness of it. I took
1: some and I, you know, I don't really didn't notice anything different, but, um, I'll continue to research it and, and see what's happening.
0: And I'm like, I'm telling all my friends, like, look, if you catch a cold or a virus or a flu or anything like that, this is something that it's, it's cheap. You can get it on Amazon and it's not, you know, if you're not taking mental health medication, it's something that's safe for you to take yeah. and it, it might help, you know? Yeah.
2: Well, yeah. If, if it helps you, then then why not? You know, be that sample size of one.
0: Well, and, and part of it is like, you know, remember when creatine was first put, brought on the market and everyone was like, this is voodoo, ah, you know, <laughs> or
2: Dione. Remember that?
0: I don't know what that is.
2: That's that was the supplement that Mark McGuire was taking and everybody was, oh, my God, he's taking steroids. And, mm. and yeah, and, androstenedione was banned because of that. You, you used to be able to get it at GNC, but it was banned because of because of that.
0: So, yeah, well, shit, Mark and I used to take Jacked. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> my favorite pre-workout because it had meth in it. <laughs> Essentially, yes. I have never
2: been able to take a pre-workout. Um, it, it, it fucks with my stomach.
0: Yeah, you're like it no, pretty harsh. No yeah. explode yeah. equals exploding diarrhea. It, it, that's
2: exactly <laughs> what it is. So I've never been able to take a pre-workout. I just drink a lot of coffee because <laughs> I get up at stupid o'clock in the morning.
0: Oh my God. Well, Chris, yeah. it, it's so great talking to you. Um, I look yeah. forward if you're, if you're in Chicago, please come and hang out with us.
2: I I would love that. I would absolutely love that. I, I, I should be there probably eh, sometime this fall. So yeah, I, I, I would love to maybe get a workout in with you guys.
0: That would yeah. be great. Let's go to the Mecca. The, the quads gym here is like the Mecca. Yep.
2: yep. I has, wish I'd yeah. gone
0: there when I lived there. I went to
2: the Bally's on top of the century mall.
0: Oh yeah, we I used to work out there. I probably you you know once once we meet each other in person, we'd be like, oh, I know this fag.
2: Oh 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 this <laughs> oh oh her.
0: <laughs> I'm like oh Chris, we used to shower together. Yeah, yeah that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's the gym I used to work out at in 1995 and 96. Yeah yeah. yeah. So you totally know yeah uh, Rick old man well old man Rick is not old man Rick anymore, but he was like he was somebody who was like. He was a personality of that gym.
2: Okay, maybe I don't know because I because I, again I worked for a morning show then as well, and so I would go you know usually late mornings, early afternoons.
0: Well, you remember the um, uh, woman who used to s- stand in front of the of the gym and says, "Have a good workout, have fun, <laughs> help, help yes, us." Yes, I do
2: remember her. <laughs> oh,
0: I used to buy I Luna do. bars for her and, you know. Aww. And she's no longer with us, but she was yeah. uh for anybody who's gay who went to the gym in the mid-90s in Chicago. Yep. She was a uh, she was a personality.
2: <laughs> yep. <You> know?
0: <laughs> I know she has a name, but I don't know where she's at, but shoot, you know.
2: Yeah. Uh, well, things change.
0: Listen, life is short. Fearlessly pursue your dreams exactly that's what i learned when i competed
2: i'm like why didn't i do this earlier wish i'd done it earlier
0: are you gonna compete again it's
2: i'm never gonna say no but it's it is like taking on another job when you compete Mm -hmm. um uh because you're you're just kind of paying attention mostly to what you eat how you train how much you train and all of that um i just don't know that i have the time to to work it into my day but i'm never gonna say never Who knows?
0: That's what a loser would say.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I just have to be realistic about about
0: (laughs) Sure, Chris. And then all of a sudden Uh you show up to the contest. You're like, oh, I was just kidding.
2: (laughs) Here I am, guys.
0: (laughs) Damn you, Chris Lavoie.
2: (laughs) Shakes fist at cloud.
0: (laughs) Well, you know, uh, I I wrote a little song here for you. (laughs) Okay. All right. Uh, my buddy chris is really jacked he lifts a lot of weights when you invite him over for dinner he always cleans up his plate and maybe you don't like huge guys but that's all right by me because when he's oiled up he looks so good makes me want to scream let's hear it for Lavoy! <laughs> Let's hear it for the man. Let's hear it for my Jack Daddy. You know you got to understand. Maybe he's no no but he's a solid muscle show. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's hear it for Lavoie. Yay! Thank you, Lavoie. <laughs> Thank you, guys. it
2: has been a lot of fun. Take care, my friend. Take okay, care. you too. Right. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
0: Chris Lavoie lives in... Los Angeles, California. He is a regular co host on the Stephanie Miller show on Sirius XM Progress 120 and is also available at Sirius XM Progress 127 and the Progressive Voices app. And he also sells scented candles at <laughs> homocandleguy.com. Well, all right. You can buy uh, candles that smell like him. <laughs> Hunting Lodge. <laughs> well all right what a pleasure to talk to him what a great guy Uh, you know i i don't mark you were asking me like how did you meet chris lavoie i was like i just you know uh it's just somebody muscle
1: group somewhere
0: yeah well no it's just that facebook sometimes recommends people that you should know and Mm -hmm. and i was like hello daddy i was like "Mm, he's handsome you know and he's single. Hello, Los Angeles.
1: <laughs> now you know where he works out. Well,
0: maybe he's and single. He can for go reason. there in the afternoon.
1: He'll be there. Well, yeah,
0: at, at uh, Gold's Gym in Venice. Mm-hmm. You know, we've been there.
1: We have been there. The Mecca.
0: What did you think about when you worked out at Gold's Gym?
1: Uh, I really liked that they had an outside portion because you're just like you know we live here in Chicago and everything's indoors, and so it was great to kind of see like. Uh, and doing a very interesting exercises outside. It was more CrossFit outside and big tires. And uh, one guy was practicing with a sword because I think he was probably an actor in some of those movies and stuff. So,
0: yeah. Or maybe he just had a thing for, you know, Conan. Maybe. What is best in life? <laughs> <laughs> to,
1: crush to crush your, your enemies,
0: enemies, to see them driven before you and hear the lamentations of their women. Mm-hmm. You know, every time we've ever said that to people, they're just like horrified. Well, they
1: don't know what's going on. They're, they're like, not familiar what? with Conan.
0: How can you not know Conan? Not Conan O'Brien. Conan the Destroyer.
1: The Barbarian. The Barbarian.
0: Mm-hmm. Which is the better of the two movies? Conan the first the, one. The first one. Yeah. I like the one with Grace Jones in it.
1: Yeah, that's okay too. But you know,
0: there was the the assistant, the the thief mm-hmm. who develops a crush on Grace Jones, mm-hmm. and she gets a cut on her thigh, and he's spreading healing balm on her thigh, and she and she's like goes to him and she says, "Watch it, Mister." And he says, we don't want the infection to spread. And then she holds her staff and says, I'll spread your head open. <laughs> Such a combination. Grace Jones, Arnold Schwarzenegger, legends. Hey, guys, uh, Let's Grow Big Together is a project of Feast of Fun. If you like our podcast, subscribe to it. Uh, leave us a review. Tell your friends about it. Let's grow big together. LGBT needs you. It's it's a show about you and me.
1: That's right. All of us together. together. We're going to build some muscle. You don't don't have to get huge, but you want that muscle to get bigger. Huge in spirit. Big.
0: It's big for the B.
1: Because that muscle is going to carry you through the rest of your life. Yeah.
0: Hopefully. Hopefully. And if you don't like ads, uh, go subscribe to our premium channel. Feastofun.com slash plus. And for a small tithing a month, for less than you spend on that on that milkshake that you got at the gym, you can listen to Let's Grow Big Together and all the Feast of Fun podcasts that we do without any ads, without any commercial interruption.
1: And where do they do that?
0: At feastoffun.com slash plus. Or where else? Patreon.com slash
1: What are some other great ways to support the show?
0: Uh, give a one-time donation at feastoffun.com slash donate or get some fabulous t-shirts at our store at feastoffun.com slash store. Not shaven gives me more time for misbehaving. People love that shirt. And if, uh, for $75, I'll wear the shirt and sweat buckets at the gym and mail it to you within the continental United States.
1: Well, there you go.
0: And Mark's like, what?
1: <laughs> I fully support that. Will you do it too? I'll do it too. I'll sweat on anything, you guys.
0: If <laughs> you pee on it. <laughs>
1: Listen, if that's what you want
0: Listen, uh, just let us know Uh, Just message us on Instagram Fernos or Mark Felian And of course we are on social media On Facebook, Let's Grow Big Together And Feast of Fun, join our groups Join our pages We love you guys so much and thanks for tuning in More shows coming this week Thanks a lot Bye
1: bye